All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Motivation Call number nine. And it's a really, really, really special morning for us. Um, I have the absolute pleasure of introducing you to a very dear friend and uh, an esteemed businessman, but someone I hold in such high regard. Um, this is the first person who I believe shaped me into who I am today. Is the person who transformed my life from a point of what I would call despair and turned me into who I am today. And all of that started with the first person I believe who genuinely believed in me. Um, it, it is such an honor to be on the phone and have this guy on, on the call. Um, not only for me, but to have access to this person is absolutely phenomenal. Let, let me give you a bit of a rundown of who this is. Um, Let's start with his name. His name is Les Gordon. And if anyone's any, done any work with me, you'll know that this man, I mention him all the time. I reference him all the time. And he's an inspiration and a true leader. Um, I came to connect with Les through T. Harvecker's program. And at the time, Les was actually the lead coach for T. Harvecker. So he consulted with um, one of the, I guess, the, the leaders in this field of success and at the time, and it still is, is Les's goal was to be um, working as the world's number one life success coach. And I can be a testament to that. He definitely is. Now, Les has done a lot of work with people like T. Harvecker, Jim Rowan, Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki, Roger Hamilton. I, I'm pretty sure he's still got the resort with Roger over in Bali. Um, and he's a, an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, a business owner, amazing father and a brilliant husband and a coach and an investor. Um, and, and on the side, the guy flies for a living. He's an airplane captain. He's a captain of one of the largest airlines in China. And I think one of his greatest joys and the greatest things that Les does is um, he's an ambassador, as am I, for B1G1. Um, and actually, I connected with those early, early this morning and I did see that he was wearing his B1G1. Um, and if you jump on their website, it's wwwb one g1.com and the one is in numerals um, and they're basically an organization that helps um, basically give and when you give and donate directly into the charities as opposed to going through organizations so this morning as I said it's an absolute pleasure and a, a severe honor and it's almost a milestone for me to, to share a phone or a, a call with someone of this stature um, so I'm going to jump off the line and get out of the way because this guy's unreal um, this morning we're going to be talking about pressure and um, I, I've been there with Les in, in the fight and in the battle sometimes when there was some serious pressure on and um, i tell you what, this guy shines. So open up, be ready for an amazing call. Les, over to you, buddy. Well, good morning, Mike. I mean, what can I say about uh, that sort of introduction? Thank you so much. It, it really is an honour and a pleasure to be, be invited on this call. And, uh, you know, so really, um, how can I help? Well, Les, I guess um, I, I, I wanted to sort of, you've dealt with some pressure. You've, you've been in some amazing business opportunities. You've worked with some amazing um, entrepreneurs. How would you see um, people dealing with, I guess, pressure? Okay, so pressure, um, you know, I would imagine that for most people, the pressure is, they uh, might have a negative connotation to it. Um, but as we know, uh, results 
ex extreme results tend to come out of um, pressure situations. So I've just returned from Manila where uh, uh, my 10-year-old son, uh, who's a, an extraordinary sportsman already, which is incredible to say about a 10-year-old, but um, I watched him run in an 800-meter race that uh, that was so fast that I, I thought that uh, he, could, he wouldn't even be able to complete it. But, you know, through that pressure, not only did he win that race and win the gold medal, um, but he actually set a school record in the first sub-230 race ever run by a student of the, of the school that he comes from. Wow. That wouldn't have happened unless um, he had the pressure of somebody else extraordinary running in that race. So just coming back from pressure and, and how things work, uh, to be able to withstand pressure, uh, I think we need to make sure that, that we have energy. That, you know, I always talk about TEM. Uh, these are the three uh, words that seem to affect most people I come across in their daily lives. TEM, time, energy, and money. If you think about, uh, you know, where you're at, the people on this call right now, uh, where you're at in life, you're probably being affected by one of those three, or some people, three of All those. three. <laughs> Time pressure, energy pressure, and money pressure. Okay, so um, the most important one of these uh, extraordinary, enough, extraordinary enough is probably the energy prospect and you know there's a there's a program i did with some pretty incredible people a program I've been running for about 40 years it's called money and you and it's sort of been a bit of a melting pot because um out of out of this program called money and you and I, uh you know i'm not um uh promoting it of any sort but other than it is a great program it's run by um uh dame uh, yeah, she, and it is Dame. She got knighted by the Queen recently, recently, and I'll come. Her name will come to me in a minute. Uh, but anyway, uh, out of her program, uh, people, unknown people like um, Anthony Robbins and and Roger Hamilton, uh, uh, T.R. Becker, uh, who designed his programs on her kitchen table, um, uh, they, they did a great program uh, or an exercise where. Uh, they got us to play a game called, um, let me see, uh, I think most of you on this call would have played it. It's called Musical Chairs. <laughs> and, Mike, what's the aim of Musical Chairs? To get a seat. Yeah. So the problem is for you, to win, for you to win, what happens to everybody else? They miss out or they lose. Yeah. So for you to win, uh, everybody else must lose. And, and so it's a bit of a shame that, you know, what seems to be a fun game actually teaches mm. virtually at the very beginning of our lives, a world of scarcity rather than a world of um, abundance. Great. And, um, you know, the, and one of, the, one of the things, the challenges was, was how could we all win? How could every one of us on this call win? And so, uh, and then, uh, I don't want to give too much away here, but uh, we played the game again with some restriction and the, all, the whole idea was, at the end of it, was to, um, was to hustle wisely when young. Hustle wisely when young. What they meant by that was if you haven't um, got it all sorted out and you're 60 or 70 years old and still trying to chase it, which many people are, you're not going to have the energy to do that, right? So you need to use this energy that you have wisely. So now we, we want to create this energy. How do we create this energy? Well, one of the things that we want to do, and this is all build up to pressure because we are going to face pressure if we want to be successful. That, that's just a, a fact of, of life that... We want to be successful, we have pressure, but you're going to need energy reserves to deal with that. So um, how do we deal with it? Well, first of all, we have to put Thomas Edison into his place, back into his place. And 
And, uh, you know, when he discovered the light bulb, that really changed the whole physiological nature of, of mankind. So if one of the, the easiest things to do uh, is to go to bed early. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, um, so just think about it. Ask yourself, the people on the call, ask yourself, you know, uh, what time do you go to bed? You know, uh, uh, especially when you've got something major that you want to create in your life. Um, is, it, is it easy for you to go to bed early or do you go to bed late? You know, yep. and uh, people try and get things done, don't they? Yeah. Right. And so, so let me ask you, you got everything done? You got it all sorted? No, we're always trying to get it done. We've got more to, always got more to do, Les. We've got an ever-growing to-do list. Let me, let, me give you the, let me give you the tip. You're never going to get it done. Exactly. You're going to die and there will still be things not done. Okay, so, so once we put that out of the way, you know, we can, we can make sure that we don't need to get too concerned about that. We're never, ever going to get it all done. So, yep. uh, but we live as if we are. And so then basically, then, then, then get yourself off to bed early if you've got to get some main thing. And of course, and I, I do have to add the, the point here, some people are morning people and some people are night people. You know, so uh, you have to look into your own energy levels to, uh, to determine that where do you work um, best and most. If you're a morning person, but you're keeping yourself up at night because you feel like you've got to get it all done, therefore in the morning you're tired, your productivity, you're actually, you're actually going backwards. Correct. You have to get yourself to bed early so that you can wake up in the morning 100% and you will get double, triple done than what you could have done the night before. Absolutely. Right? So, yeah. So, um, part of this whole idea about working under pressure is, is taking, um, you know, that peace, that calmness. If I look at, um, his, um, there's a guy in Australia, Jamie McIntyre. I know Jamie, um, yep. Yeah. When he does an event, uh, you can't get him the week after because he's, he's, he's um, resting. You know, Jamie's headed off resting somewhere. Same as Roger, you know, when, when he does an event and he's traveling around the world, he does the event and then he's gone. He's disappeared because he's resting. Correct. You know, uh, you know uh, even Jesus, Alpha, he would do his big sermons on the mount, just like a T.R. Vecker all day long he would talk. <laughs> right? yep. He would then get in the boat and go across to Gethsemane or the Mount of Olives and just relax and rest. Wow, um, right. That, that you could, you, 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 you know, the way to deal with this energy or be, be prepared for pressure is such that you need to be overflowing so you've got more to give. So if, you, if you're trying to give everything mm-hmm. out of a cup with a hole in it, you are just going to wear yourself out. Great. Okay? But, but if you've got a, a cup and you pour the water in and it's overflowing, you can give from the overflow. You can give from the overflow and not wear yourself out. Okay, so this is very important, this energetic part of it, because from energy... Uh, you can now deal with the pressure uh, as and when required and um, and then leave some space there for, for time and money. So um, right. how does that sound? That sounds good, buddy. That sounds good. Right. And it, so, so it's okay. all coming back to energy. So your ability to deal with pressure, so yeah. I'm, what, I'm, what I'm reading into this is if you're tired, fatigued, you're probably going to be irritable, not thinking at your best, nor are you going to be productive. Get yes, that energy up, energy levels up. Get your energy yes. levels high and you'll be able to deal with things a little bit more clearer, a little bit more effectively, and then you'll be able to give more of yourself because you'll have an overflow of energy. You, that's it. That's a great summation. And, and that's pretty much how it works because my son, had he been tired from the night before, if he hadn't got a proper rest and hadn't had the right nutrition, uh, he would have wilted during the race. And when the, when, when the time counted and the pressure was on, he wouldn't have been able to achieve the result. And so... You know, everything is energy. How often have we heard that, right? Energy is absolutely everything, mate. My friend Harvecker would say that all the time. Everything is energy. 
And, then, and so if we can keep our energy levels high, when we can withdraw and relax um, when we need to so we can prepare for the next battle because the storms will always come in our lives, right? And, yeah. and, and, and we just got to, when the storm is not there, that's the time that we need to be able to recoup and, and build their energy. So, and from there, you can move into time and money. Right. Just on that one, Les, there is always going to be an adversity, a his, an, an issue, a hurdle, or some form of storm, as you've said in in the in your lives, our lives, everyone's. It's just that if you're if you don't have that, you must be dead. So yes. basically, in the face of that, what is the strategy that you would suggest that people do? Because when we get caught up in the face of the battle, right. um, we sort of tend to get caught up in the emotional side of things. So when our EQ goes up, our IQ goes down. We make yes. some really stupid decisions. Okay. What, what do we do to settle? What would you recommend we do to settle ourselves so we can focus? Okay. Well, this one, and, you know, it has a religious context, and I don't know if you're on the call you are or not, um, but, you know, the single greatest blessing of my life was was uh, when I became a born-again Christian. But the, the, the context is the same. You can use this uh, um, whether you have the faith or not, and, and, and it's – it's three letters that I always remember. You might want to write these down because I want to say them exactly the same way the master said them. And it's QBS, QBS. Um, so there was, a, there was a, just quickly in a story, um, the, the, the disciples of Jesus had been working hard and, you know, curing people, et cetera, et cetera. And, and they hadn't eaten. He said, come, let's go to the other side. Get in the boat. Let's go to the other side. And while they're on the boat going to the other side, um, they're, they're on a fierce storm. It was a really bad storm, and and, uh, and Jesus was actually sleeping in the stern of the boat, and the disciples were, were, were absolutely fearful they were going to drown. And so they woke up Jesus and said, you know, um, Master, don't you care about us? We're, we're going to die. We're going to drown. And, and he woke up, and he said, don't you know who I am? He said, when we're going to go to the other side, when I say we're going to go to the other side, we're going to get to the other side. And he says, oh, you have so little faith. But then he looked at the wind and the waves and he just said, QBS, he said, quiet, be still, quiet, be still. And the winds and the waves stopped. And of course, the disciples said, who is this guy that can speak to the wind and the waves? And what I'm trying to get for you is if you can use those three words to yourself, quiet, be still, it's a form of mind power. Mm. When you say quiet, be still, that means you can be quiet on the inside. Okay. When you're quiet on the inside, um, you can now think clearly. So that your your EQ is now controlled, right? Now your IQ, now you can really think clearly and now you can move on the outside. You can be still on the inside and now you are actually making the right moves on the outside. So I use those words all the time because, you know, in my life I've had some pretty interesting challenges those last 12 months alone. But, uh, you know, uh, recently I, was, I, I flew down to Brisbane. I had just arrived in Brisbane uh, and... Um, and I got a phone call from my wife and she was in severe pain from having a kidney stone passing. Everybody's had a kidney stone. She's in severe pain. She called me in total distress, you know, and I had just arrived. I was dealing with another family member health issue down there. And I just hung up the phone. I said, don't worry, I'll take care of it. I'll get an ambulance for you. Hung up the phone and I just went QBS, quiet, be still. And then in, mm. in the next 30 seconds, I, I called the ambulance. I called the security people at the ambulance and I called a friend of hers to, to accompany her on the ambulance. Uh, everything was all arranged and it was done in a calm manner. It was only because on the inside, I was still. On the outside, I was moving. Yeah. So that's the strategy that I use. Mate, I think that's, um, that's so important. And whether that's that phrase that someone would use, whether it's QBS, um, and I, was, I wrote that down just then and I, I write, 
QBS, quiet the BS. Because it's all it's, <laughs> <laughs> yes, quiet BS, all the BS that's running in your head. But yeah, you could just meditate, you could just breathe, work on some breathing techniques, or just say those three words. Just to, and it's almost like an anchor. And it will, if you do it enough, it'll become an anchor where you just say, "Look, stop the bus, focus on my breathing," and all of a sudden you get clarity. And I that's remember it. you and I had a conversation a couple of years back where you said, "I think it was Tim Ferriss, the author of the Four Hour Work Week, that you said." Um, in times of adversity, when his company might have been crumbling or f- things were falling down around him, he would disappear to an island and sit on a beach for four days yeah. and everyone would scream, how can you go to this beach? How can you go sit on a beach and relax? Yeah. And he goes, because you guys are all running around frantic and you're just spinning your wheels where I actually get clarity and I come back and I can just, I can point out the elephant in the room and just fix the problem. That's it. That's absolutely it. Step That's away beautiful. from the fight and then, then you're prepared for the fight. That, 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 and that's so true and that's exactly what we need to be doing step back we don't need to be so involved to the fire you, you, can't, you can't see and uh, and of course BS you mean by BS belief system right <laughs> yes that's what I meant yeah yeah absolutely so yeah <laughs> well, it's a belief yeah, system it's an old belief system which people have probably been running since they were 12, 13, 14 and yes. it's old patterns which are not serving them that they seem to hang on to so you need to yeah. quiet those old belief systems that you want to probably get rid of yeah, which is what we discussed power. in calls one, two to three. So well done, Les. It was well pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're welcome. Mate, so, we, might, um, we might wrap it up at that. We've, um, we've given the guys a, a great little taster into the, the genius and brilliant man that you are from, from a, um, not only from a strategy perspective and how you can speak into people's lives, but you just operate from such a heartfelt space. Um, big person in my life. Um, I'm so grateful to have you on the, on the call mate thank you so much for joining us um i guess is there anything you want to add just to summarize or close off no thank you mate you've you've said everything that's needed to be said uh i love you to pieces you're you're an amazing man and uh i just love watching you grow thank you so much for inviting me on the call uh you're awesome mate well thank you so much and um everyone i hope you uh are, are as enriched to share this phone call with Les as I am. Um, I really look forward to catching up with you on Friday for our morning motivation call number 10. And that's called um, Developing the Leader's Mindset. It's a very um, cool little talk about talking about the volatility of the world and the uncertainty and the complex nature of this world and how you can step up and be a leader. And it all comes down to your mindset. Everyone have a great day. Go out, believe in your potential. Now make it happen.